We heard two beautiful stories. Just bo uh, both the readings have so much to say. Um, I'm just going to sort of uh, focus on the gospel. Um, the first reading, in some sense, uh, you know, shows uh, how the disciples moved in, in the power of Jesus, how they brought about many signs and wonders. But the gospel tells us where they were before they got to that place. You know, they, they were trying to grasp everything that had happened. And, uh, you know, very much like us in our own journey too, that, uh, you know, the, 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 the mystery of the resurrection, somehow they were trying to sort of work out in their head. So we hear this gospel story. Two of his disciples walk along to uh, their village. And uh, I wonder why Jesus actually pretends to be a stranger. You know, and if I was Jesus, I would have told him, look, I'm alive, you know, just to get their excitement going. But then Jesus just uh, pretends that he's a stranger. And uh, even more than that, that he pretends that he had known nothing about uh, what had happened, you know. He has a bit of funny sense. Uh, anyway, he talks to the disciples and uh, led them to share their story. So these disciples, you know, share their sadness, uh, their, their grief, you know. We had hoped that, uh, you know, that Jesus was a great prophet and that he'd done many great things and we hoped that he would be the one to set Israel free. But uh, unexpected an end has come to this story. We lost our hope. And that we are going to going back to Emmaus, their village, uh, what they did before three years before they met Jesus. It's a sort of a sad story, uh, as the disciples share their grief and sadness. But Jesus listens to them patiently, and he tells his story. And uh, uh, the disciples tell their story, and now Jesus says uh, his story. His story that, in a sense, he brings all about him, starting with Moses, and that he tells all the prophecies about himself and how he was to suffer and enter into God's glory. When I reflect on these stories, sometimes uh, the words that actually comes to my mind is Isaiah 55, where God says, Your ways are not my ways. Neither your thoughts are my thoughts. As the heavens are high above the earth, so my ways are higher than yours, and my thoughts are above your thoughts. It's a wonderful story what uh, you know, the disciples actually thought about Jesus and uh, their um, you know, uh, dreams and hopes that the Israelites would be set free from the hands of the Romans, that uh, in some sense Jesus was going, going to be a political king who would set them free from the Romans, from the hands of the Romans uh, you know, who, who oppressed them in some ways. It's a nice story, but Jesus had a bigger story. He wasn't going to just uh, set the Israelites free, but he was going to set the whole world free. 
and it wasn't about uh, just a temporary freedom uh, from the hands of the Romans, but it was going to be setting us free from eternity, for eternity, from the hands of the evil one. So God's vision and uh, his ways are much, much, much higher than our ways and our vision. There is uh, something uh, about our life here. In some sense, we do try to understand what's our life about. Uh, we do have a vision, but God, ha God who sees the fuller picture of our lives has a much bigger vision. And, uh, and the ways that he brings about them is uh, very mysterious too. You know, the one person that really speaks to my heart, actually, when I'm actually sometimes uh, trying to grasp my own sort of stories at times, uh, you know, we look at Mary. Uh, at the time of Annunciation, she was given great promises about uh, who she was going to give birth. The Son of the Most High God, he was going, he's going to be the Messiah, uh, the Great King, and that she's given all those promises and that she when they take him to offer him at the temple, and there's again a great uh, you know, prophecies, uh, uh, what's his name, Simeon, uh, Prophet Simeon, he comes and says great things about Jesus. But then life has uh, unexpected turns. You know, with all those promises, there is unexpected turns all throughout the life of Jesus. And the scripture says, she pondered them, everything in her heart. In all those unexpected turns and things that were happening, she pondered them in her heart. And ultimately, she had to stand before the cross and look at her son, who was promised her so much that being brutally put to death, humiliated and crucified, and she still had to hold on to the promise. Imagine what goes on in the mind of Mary to think about every promise that she had received. And the, 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 in some sense, she had given her life to that as well, to, to see that son being put to death and coming to a tragic end. In some ways, she had to hold on to the promise of God and to ponder them until the Lord brings those promises. And oftentimes, our life is very much a similar journey too. You know, there are times we try and make sense of our life and what happens to us. Life takes unexpected turns and it's a mystery. And oftentimes we don't understand, make sense of our life. And it is hard for us to make sense of our life away from the scriptures. The reason that Jesus pretends as a stranger and walks along with his disciples is to actually point out to them that the plan of God is carried in all throughout all those things that happened. And not only Jesus' life is... Uh, you know, um, present in scripture, but it's also our own life too. Each of our life is lightened 
here in the scriptures. As we read and meditate and ponder the scriptures, they bring light and meaning, purpose to our own life at times when everything seems to be falling apart, when we can't make sense of and we can't have hope, the scriptures actually bring light to our experience. And so it is important that, uh, you know, we sit with the scriptures, especially, you know, the time that's, uh, that we live in, there's a lot more gloom and, you know, there's a lot more darkness we see our world looks like uh, falling apart, but in and through everything, God speaks to us and brings us hope. And all we can do is to hold on to his promise until it is brought to fulfillment. So let's pray for that grace as we enter into this Eucharist. We pray that we take the word of God into our lives and we sit with it and ponder them um, as God carries out his plan uh, patiently.